Greetings and salutations, gentlefolk across the cracks. Nemo Octavius Winham here once again to bring you the latest news on our outlaws. After a precarious situation where our friends found themselves with a bit too much sand in their boots, it would appear that they have blasted their way to their destination. Alone in the stomach of a long-dead laboratory, will our stalwart heroes find what they are looking for? It seems that only time will tell. And if uh, you will remember correctly what, how we ended the, the previous session, um, you have blown a wall with a makeshift um, bomb or, or some kind of explosion to, to break through the wall um, underground into the facility you were trying to, to locate. Um, and in a, a torrent, a tsunami of sand, you've, the three of you have been pushed into this um, new room. Uh, the room is dim, and you can see the, um, you can hear the hum of, like, brass pipes going along. You can hear the, the steam power working through this building. Um, and sort of surprisingly enough, there is electricity running through here. You can see sort of lights, um, very dim light bulbs, um, that sort of pulse, like the building around you is breathing itself. Um... How, are, are, is everyone okay after your uh, <laughs> exciting entrance? I think uh, Tobias is going to pull himself out of the, the sand and stand. Um, and you see all of like the mechanical components all over his body kind of just one at a time, just kind of twitch so that sand kind of falls out of it. And he just says, I believe I don't much care for sand. It's coarse and gets everywhere. Never mind, I lost the lead. Uh, <laughs> Nicholas. Um, but yeah, uh, Tobias is just getting uh, sand uh, out of uh, all of his various components and beginning to uh, look around. I think Shelly is just kind of like wallowing in the sand a little bit, like, you know, and then for just a second, and then she like pops up, shakes herself off almost like a dog, you know, like that whole body shake and goes, ah. Nothing wrong with sand. It's 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 a nice bed. It's, that's where I like to be. Uh, Wilder <laughs> is jamming her helmet back on and trying to get sand out of the rest of her armor and being like, "No, I think I'm with the professor on this one. Sand is is not good." You wouldn't believe the amount of havoc that sand could reach on fi can wreak on hard. Com I believe I have sand in my. Brain, it seems. <laughs> Sam can cause problems for mechanics, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's not so great on armor either. <sighs> well, I'm just fine. Should we, uh, well, what should we do now? Well, we gotta find this stuff, right? Let's keep going and uh, hope no one heard that. <laughs> Um, so notably, Shelly, because you've been in this building before, this is not a room you've been in. Um, and in fact, this area looks cleaner and like less uh, less like touched by the outside, except for your your brand new door that you guys <laughs> made. Um, <laughs> um, so it seems like you may be in the correct sort of area. Mm -hmm. Um, whether or not what you're looking for is in this room in particular, or you can see sort of an entryway towards the, the back, um, is to be determined. But, uh, you know you're probably in the right area. Okay. Um, I think Shelly will kind of, like, step forward into the room away from the tunnel, um, and just sort of, like, sniff around for a second. Like, literally sniff around. Um, just trying to get an idea of, like... Does this place just, like, is it stale? Has anybody been here? Like, are there, you know, what's, what is um, the predominant, like, scent of the area? Yeah. Um, I mean, 
the first thing you sort of smell is, of course, the sand that has just entered in since it's all in the air through all of the, the movement and, and stuff like that. Um, this area feels clean. Stale is a good, um, like, descriptor. Um, but as you sort of keep trying to, to find, like, what's different, how, how is this different from outside or other places you've been before or even other areas of this building, um, you can get a whiff of something surprisingly fresh. Okay. Um, what are the exits from this room? Is there just, like, one... Yeah, there's there's just one okay. that looks like it leads into a hallway. Um, is it like fresh air, or is it like fresh, like, uh, just like new things, like not not old? I'm trying to think of a way to describe this without giving away the surprise. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can't. It doesn't smell like new. Okay. Um, and it's sort of like an alien kind of scent to you. Okay. Um, but whatever it is, it smells distinctly opposite of like, sort of like the air of um, the the big factories of the city. Yeah. All right. She'll turn to the other two and she'll say, uh, I think maybe we're real close to whatever it is we're looking for, so... Um, we should probably get a move on before anybody else figures out we're down here. Well, that's good news. Lead the way. You've been here before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been to this part of the... Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> and she walks out the door. <laughs> <laughs> we follow, I presume. <laughs> yeah. Um. So as you're walking around... Down this hallway again. Um, now, especially now that you're in an area that has not recently been destroyed, um, the the cleanliness um, of the area is noticeable. Um, the the brass pipes that sort of line the walls still almost shine in the dim light. Um, the first door you pass is labeled. Uh... It's labeled Biology Lab. Hmm. Um, I don't know that Shelly really knows how to read. She's lived her whole life out in the waste. <laughs> so she'll she'll look at it and she'll nod and, and then she'll like look back at, uh, at Tobias questioningly. And then like, yeah, just kind of give him like a look. Like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Tobias will look at the sign and kind of cock his head and just say, um, interesting, I wonder what kinds of experiments they are conducting here. I think uh, conducted maybe is the word. Like, I don't know that this is a, I don't know that this is happening at the moment. Like, you know what I, I think? I suppose you're correct. We could open the door and find out. I would be lying if I said I wasn't curious. Then I'll try the door. The door opens. <laughs> um, you find no one inside um, uh, the room doesn't look like it was hastily abandoned or anything but just like people just stopped coming here um, you can find a handful of desks with papers on them um, there are sort of like experiment tubes um, small enough for like small animals and large enough for full humans there is still electricity going in this room. The lights work. So if you would like to explore, you may see. <laughs> yeah. Tobias is going to um, go in and uh, kind of look, poke around, kind of perusing files and examining the, the tubes um, to get an idea of maybe what, what was happening here. And while he does so, he's going to like absentmindedly say, biology was never particularly my area of expertise, but there could potentially be some important information to learn here. Shelly will kind of give Wilder a look like, sure, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, some just like cursory stuff that you can get from just looking at uh, documents and stuff. You find a couple um, like detailed like biological histories of a few different animals, including um, like crocodiles and um, armadillos and um, oh, I had a third one. 
And another animal. I'm sure you can guess the armadillo one is probably the most important right now. <laughs> uh, Does it have a picture? Chelsea only knows two animals. Two animals, that's all. <laughs> Crocodiles and armadillos. Um, there is a picture, yeah. There, there's a bunch of like scientific diagrams attached to um, all of the different animal files. Yeah, I think I think Shelly will look at the armadillo and go, huh, that one's kind of weird, don't you think? Yeah, it kind of is, I guess. Huh. Um, Tobias will will look uh, look at that one um, once it's pointed out and say, hmm, Shelly, it does appear to have share some characteristics with yourself, don't you think? Uh, I don't... That little thing? It, it's kind of strange looking. Are you sure? And she'll, like, look in the reflection of a test tube and kind of look back down, like... I mean, maybe. I can see where you kind of get that idea. Looking very kind of nervous and... Simply an observation. Um, uh, Tobias will, like, kind of leave it at that and continue looking elsewhere. Um, is there anything in any of the tubes? Um, there's some, like, residual schmutz, but there's no, like, animal matter or, like, there's no, like, corpses or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, I guess, I guess since we're in a lab, specimen is the correct word. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, I think Tobias will say just absentmindedly having, doing, like, another just cursory glance over and it's like, I've always found the field of biology flawed. Or biology itself, for that matter. Part of the reason why I intend to convert myself to a mechanical being as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. Well, good luck with that, honey. <laughs> I... Well, thank you. I'm sure I will need it, as it is a quite an arduous task, and I do not know how long it will take me to accomplish. And, good professor, as you're sort of saying this out loud and scanning the room, um, you find a document that looks similar to the animal documents, but on people. Um, and you notice this one's a little thicker than normal. And as you sort of page through it, um, you do see that there are sketches inside of this on how to accurately um, replicate human mu- movement through machines. Hmm. See, now here, this is what I'm talking about. It appears like they were studying um, other creatures beyond just simple critters of the wastes. For example, humans like ourselves, including ways quite similar to my work. Remarkably similar to my work. Hmm. Um, and you do notice that on these specifically mechanical notes, um, they are labeled as servitude system. Does that mean anything to me? Uh, you know that those are the last two uh, words for brass. Oh, gotcha. I completely forgot brass was an acronym. <laughs> <for a> <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, Tobias is going to like cock his head and saying, I do believe this might be some of the rudimentary research that led to the brass agents that we have encountered. But if this is a biology lab, is that saying that there's something biological about the brass people we've been blowing up? Perhaps. Is it possible that Blackwater could have somehow gotten their hands on my research? Um, Tobias, like, turns away and seems like he's now completely absorbed with how this affects him personally. <laughs> Wilder will lean, or sorry, uh, Shelly will lean over to Wilder and kind of whisper, do you think he knows where he put it? Like, if he lost it and they picked it up, do you think, like, he can remember? Or, nah, nah, probably not. He's just muttering <laughs> in the background, being like, how could they possibly take my research and accomplish my goal before I could even do so. Wilder is just sort of like watching all of this, having sort of like a like crisis of self-perception, like seeing what Shelly just did and now what Tobias is doing, being like am I not who I think I am either? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> She's like, wait. 
We're all cogs in the system, man. <laughs> Identity is just an illusion. Um, as as you're sort of like all having your own existential crises in this room, um, you can suddenly hear another rumble, um, sort of like start shaking glass and and whatever through the the lab here. Um, this one. Oh no, not more sand. <laughs> This one is notably different than um, the Got one it. you felt outside. <laughs> you would be um, inclined to believe that this is probably destruction happening to the building you are in. Um, perhaps even that the the big mass of brass soldiers you saw outside trying to, to break in uh, may have finally worked their way through. Sounds like we've got company. Sure does. We should probably keep moving then. Um, Tobias is going to say by taking the book, um, the the notes that he found specifically talking about human physiology and converting it to mechanics and kind of tucking that into um, whatever robot equivalent he has to the inside of his vest. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of just dran- crams it up into the mechanism. And Shelly, yeah, that's fine. Shelly will sheepishly <laughs> hand him like kind of side hand him the one on the armadillos and just just out of curiosity you can read it to me later <laughs> oh, oh right uh, he'll take that and stick it somewhere else <laughs> I like the pictures in this one <laughs> yeah, yeah they're pretty um, and she'll she'll unsling her um, rifle and look over at Wilder and say well uh, I think this is where uh, you can do the leading, since it looks like we're going to be getting into some scraps here soon. Yeah, yeah. I guess it, I guess it is my turn to to lead, and uh, she sort of happily like draws her weapon and uh, gets out in the front and does these kind of like look around corners and scout ahead sort of <laughs> maneuvers. Um, very pleased with herself. <laughs> Oh yeah, something definitely out of like an, an espionage movie as you uh, combat roll through the, the hallway. Wilder is a true professional. <laughs> Shelly will just wink at Tobias as she heads out the door behind Wilder. Just like a Wilder, like something Tobias to entertain herself so that the adults can like do the mission. <laughs> is, is she making the noises? Is she going like do do do? Amazing. I'm, Look, the waste affect everybody. <laughs> I'm I'm obsessed. I love it. <laughs> um the the next few doors you pass are are open and they're just like abandoned offices. Um they don't look like they have anything too particularly exciting inside. Um Tobias in, looks in every single one regardless. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh he finds nothing. Um <laughs> He is satisfied. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You can hear sort of like the clanking of footsteps around. Um, It it sounds like they're far enough away where they haven't like found their way into the new section yet. Um, But the presence of the brass soldiers is is constant and um, you're you're just constantly reminded of it. Um, As you're looking for your next location, you come across something that's a little alarming. Um, you come across another door, uh, that has a bright light peeking out from underneath. Um, this is the most light you've seen down here. And even in the areas, um, that have already been explored, this is the, the easily the brightest light you've been able to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and Shelly, the freshness is incredibly strong here. I think, hey Chelsea, can I, can I retroactively do, or see if I can do something real super fast? Uh yeah. While while we were like walking and investigating, I guess, can I try to tinker with my uh cutting tool that's attached to me to see if I can try and fix it? Oh, you wanna see if you can get your, your knife back on? <laughs> yeah. It might um, be useful. <laughs> yeah, give roll me something. Uh maybe tools? 
tool sounds good. I like tools. And I'm going to use use the multi tool that's built into my other hand to uh-huh. do it, so I can use that. That's another D8. Yep. And then would my professorly status uh, as part of my look um, perhaps contribute to this as well? Because I'm knowledgeable and know what I'm doing. Um. Yeah. Since you basically built yourself, you would know sort of like what your schematics are and stuff. So yeah, I would say that's fine. Sure. Uh, so that's a D10, a D8, and a D4. Well, that was one success. Um, and I would just like to do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so... That was a success on the D8. The other two were failures. Perfect. Um, so you do it. <laughs> um, but you don't do it super well. Um, uh, just because this isn't like something that's super going to hurt you. Um, let's just say if you're trying to get your um your your knife out in the future, it takes a little bit longer because like you don't have the the exact tools to get your joint moving correctly. Okay. Um, so it sort of like catches on your arm when it's unfolding or whatever. Okay. But I'll have use of it back. Yes. Got it. Greetings and salutations, listeners. It's Chelsea here with our mid-episode break. In Brass, we're playing Rebels of the Outlaw Waste, written by Michael Addison and Banana Chan and published by Nerdy Pup Games. If you think this game sounds fun from our play, please check out the Kickstarter. If you love post-apocalyptic games with a gonzo flair, we know you'd love it. There's a link to the Kickstarter in our show notes, so please go check it out. Um, they're, they're breaking all kinds of stretch goals over there right now, so now is a perfect time to show the game some support. Let me introduce you to the cast of Brass. First up is newcomer to Fables around the table, Maeve Fox. Maeve is a tabletop veteran, and we're so happy she could join us for our game of Rebels. If you enjoy her performance here, you can find her streaming with Third Floor Wars and coming soon, the Foxtail Games podcast. Also joining this season is Nick Yuraseva, DM of Tales of the Voidfarer and returning Fables member. Um, Also this season, Fiona L.F. Kelly, uh, Fable showrunner and uh, player on Tales of the Voidfarer. She plays uh, a Ravnus. Um, both Nick and Fiona are also featured on Project Degrailed's show Caped Chronicles. If you enjoyed their hijinks here, be sure to check out our other Project Degrailed actual plays. Um, and I'm Chelsea Rexinger. I'm the voice for this game, as well as a Fables Around the Table veteran uh, being the game runner for the previous three seasons. Um including uh candlelight she i've also done tiffany and tainted love uh when i'm not performing or making art for project derailed i'm also co-owner of plot kindling candles a candle company that turns your tabletop characters into personalized scented candles find us at etsy.com shop slash plot kindling candles to browse our D class candles or start your own personal character candle today as mentioned, Project Derailed has not one, not two, but three actual play podcasts you can listen to right now. Tales of the Voidfarer, a Dungeons & Dragons 5e Spelljammer-inspired actual play, Cape Chronicles, a Masks actual play, and of course Fables Around the Table, which has nine previous seasons for you to choose from. You can find more about our podcasts at projectderailed.com. If you like what you've heard today, you can also support our Patreon. For pledging, you'll gain access to extended retrospectives and a whole secret podcast to get to know the Project Derailed crew better. If you'd like another way to support us, you can leave a rating and review on Spotify and Apple Music. That's it for our mid-roll. Thank you for listening to Fables Around the Table. Let's get back to brass. And remember, don't let yourself get turned to dust. Um, but yeah, there's this creepy light coming from underneath this door. Uh, there's also a sign on the door that says Botanical Garden. Shelly will once again pretend like she's reading it and then look over at Tobias like, okay. like <laughs> Is that somewhere we need to go? Uh, I think there's something. Yeah, there's something interesting in there, honey, but I don't know. I don't know what it is. Well, Botanical is a word that refers to um, vegetation and, and plant life, as is garden. All the vegetation and plant life I know out there wants to kill you, so maybe this ain't the greatest room to go into? Tobias <laughs> opens the door. 
whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hold on. And uh, and Wilder, as Tobias like calmly opens the door, is going to sort of like rush in and uh, make sure nothing's going to attack. Uh, yeah, so as the door opens, um, the three of you are just sort of like blinded by the bright lights. Um, and as you sort of adjust to it, um, this room is almost incredibly alien to you. Um, it's filled with lush green plants that maybe you haven't seen before. Um, and just the overwhelming smell of um, plants and dirt and flowers um, hits you at once. I mean, I guess it doesn't for you, Tobias, because I don't know if you can smell. Um, Probably not. <laughs> but to our organic friends, <laughs> um, you're, you're sort of like hit with this. And in the center of this room, there's this very ornate, beautiful fountain that is still running. Um, the water looks crystal clear and sort of sparkles from the lights from above. It's... What the fuck is this? Uh, Tobias takes a few steps forward and and says, "This, this almost reminds me of things I read about from the world before." I, I ain't never seen that much water in, in ever. And she's immediately going to go for the water, just like sniffing it, kind of getting closer, cautiously, like maybe one of these plants is going to reach out and like try to like, you know, suck out the moisture from her because that's what (laughs) plants do, you know, like that's that's uh what waste plants do. So Mm -hmm. she's like poking them with her rifle. (laughs) I, I think that Wilder is doing a similar thing. She's like fascinated by the fountain, but is convinced something is going to like eat them. Fucking yeah. plants. Can't trust them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and a shock to everyone, none of the plants respond to your poking. <laughs> what? What do they live off of? Isn't it obvious? The water. Um, and as you look down, you can see that they're sort of like beneath you um, under the sort of like the, the rail tracks you're standing on. There seems to be this really intense hydroponic garden that's, that's keeping all of these plants alive. Wilder is going to like take a glove off and just like put the tips of her fingers in the water just to make sure it's not like acid or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not. It's cold and refreshing, and um, it sure is wet. <laughs> this water is wet as shit. Um, <laughs> she, she she lifts her uh, helmet up a bit and tries to drink some. It tastes like water. It's a little gross because it has clearly been going through this fountain system over and over and over again. Um, so it's a little, like, scummy. Um, but I don't know if Wilder would be able to know that. Yeah, she's like, wow. It's probably just as gross as any of the water that anyone drinks day- on the daily Right, anyway. <laughs> right. <laughs> I've, is this what the world before was like? I've never seen this much water in my entire life. Many people speculated it from what small records still exist. How reliable those records are is not really verifiable, however. It does seem hard to imagine. Is, uh, is this what they're after then? Like this much water, where is it? Where is it coming from? Like Where does it? It may be that the building has a reserve that recycles it through the system. There may be a reservoir hidden below, or it could be pulling the water up from deep below the earth. I mean, that would make us very, very rich. Indeed. If we were to uh, secure it. But I got a feeling we're going to have to go through some brassies first. It does seem to be the case. Uh, Tobias is kind of nervously looking back towards the door. Uh, Wilder. Shelly will call. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, Wilder is going to run and uh, shove something in front of the door, whatever's closest, probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you find like a like some kind of shelving or something. You can you can push and, and bar the door. Um, and as you turn to look at your uh, your friends here, you notice there was another door on the other side of the wall that you sort of haven't noticed before because you've been so taken by the plants and the water and the the water fountain. Oh shit! And she's gonna run over and try to do the same thing with that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, she can pull something in front of it, another another shelf or whatever. Um, she noticed there's another plaque on this door though. Um, this one says Environmental Lab. She 
nods and says, hey, professor, what do you think about this this plaque thing here? Because I'm assuming she also cannot read. <laughs> <laughs> Environmental lab. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would imagine if if the labs we have seen previously are any indication, um, it seems like they're doing uh, work on the various effects of biology and botany. Um, perhaps the effects of water on the environment, perhaps. Should we try to go in? We may be able to learn more. There may even be more water there. I think we got to get to the reservoir. Like this is, this is interesting and all, but this ain't what they're after, really. Probably. If a reservoir a even exists, source. that was purely speculation on my part. I should clarify. I mean, this water came from somewhere, so there has to be a source somewhere, right? That's how water works. Correct. The source could be a natural spring. It doesn't need to be a reservoir within the system of the building. Even that's worth more than the city. So we should probably get there and secure that if we're going to be able to stop them from getting to it first. Agreed. <clears throat> All right. In, in environmental map labs, here we go. Let's go. That sign won't stop me because I can't read. <laughs> and I feel like I feel like Wilder and Shelley have both had this like competition towards each other. Like they both suspect the other one can't read, but they don't want. But there's like, no like proof. <laughs> right. No. And I think Tobias just assumes you both can and just misses every hint that you cannot. Yeah, like, I know what it says, but I want to make sure that you know what it says, Tobias. It's like competitive ignorance. <laughs> All right, to the environmental lab. Are you going to ask Wilder to move the shelf out of the way? Yeah, Tobias says that, takes a, st- yeah, takes a step forward, looks down at the shelf, and then just looks at Wilder. All right, I'll get it. And she pushes it back out of the way. There's like horrible scraping sounds on this like metal shelf over like it takes an agonizing yeah. It's like fifteen seconds of yeah yeah. (laughs) Chelsea and editing, be sure to just have just that noise for like half a minute. Uh, That'll be really good. (laughs) Should I have that or should I have? Um, that sound of King Zora like scooting his ass across the fucking. <laughs> it's another long, tedious thing. Uh-huh. Don't worry about it. Uh-huh. I will. I will pretend um, like I know that reference because I do not. Perfect. I love it. It's good. I'll have to. I'll show it to you later. Ocarina of Time. I got you, Chelsea. <laughs> anyway, you enter the environmental lab. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, this area is much less gardeny and much more offsy. Um, there are, again, it looks like this room wasn't, like, hastily abandoned or anything, but just sort of, like, left. Um, you can see that there's a handful of, um, like, dials and readings and, and screens and that kind of thing. Um, I guess they wouldn't be screens. I guess they're all, like, um, those, um, machines that have, like, the paper printouts. So there's just, like, endlessly, uh, scrolling, um, printouts coming from the machines to um, see how the the plants are doing in the other room. Um, this room seems a little more, like, important. Like, there's something about the way that um, the desks seem nicer in here, or, um, like, in, important people must have specifically worked in this lab. Um, and as you're looking around, you find just, like, notes on plant research or whatever. It doesn't seem very important. Um, towards the back, you do find a machine that has a big, giant, um, like, boat wheel on. Like, one of those, um, like, helm steering wheels. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks like this is what controls the water getting to the garden. Um hmm. Does it appear that from here, if this is the control for it, um, does it appear that we can discern where the water is coming from? Is there like some sort of schematic nearby or any indication or signage or anything like that that indicates where the water originates from? Um, you can roll for it if you'd like. Sure. <laughs> uh, 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 
So, what are we thinking? Science? Uh, yeah. I would say... I, I will let the three of you roll for this. Um, Professor, you may roll science, because I think that makes the most sense to you. Sure. Um, Shelly and Wilder, if you want to try and uh, discern, based on what this looks like, and if you've seen it before, um, waste is probably what you would roll. Um. I would like to use my one of my bookworm features. Uh, it's in a book to just kind of say as I'm examining, like, if if the book on archaic uh, building um, utility design is to be believed, um, there should be some way to indicate the source, either the direction of the piping um, or something to that degree to determine the source of the water. Um, that gives me a, a D4 on the roll yeah and uh can i also add for being either steampunk or professor (laughs) um i think because this is a like mechanical device i will allow you to have professor professor okay would my binoculars help somehow (laughs) (laughs) um I'm going to say yes, because from using them beforehand, you may recognize, may have recognized something similar to this. Okay. I have one success on my D10 for science. One success for binoculars. (laughs) I think Shelly's just got her waists. There's there's not really anything specific. She's, and that's no successes for Shelly. Okay. Um, so then, uh, Professor Tobias and Wilder, what uh, would you like to buy with your successes? I will buy you do it if if Wilder wants to, <laughs> to perhaps buy a Nobla back or otherwise uh, maybe learn learning more or whatever she would like. How, how does she want to help? Um, I should probably have a book up. Um, maybe learn more for Wilder if you want to... Do you do it? Yeah. All right. Yeah. We welcome the blowback, yeah. Chelsea. <laughs> Give us that blowback. Um. Okay. Let me let let me tell you what you find out, and then I will think about the blowback. <laughs> think about how I will punish you for your failings. <laughs> um. So yeah, Tobias, you know this is a a uh, pump that is normally used. For for um, pumping in water from an external source. Okay. Um, so you can, from that information, you can probably guess that um, the water is not being pulled from a very close location. Um, and Wilder, you sort of have seen this um, device before out in the waste where it sort of like peeks up from the sand or out of the cracks. Um, you know there have been rumors of a secret um, like underground uh, tube, not tube. No, um, what is it called when it's metal? Pipe. pipe. There's a pipe network. <laughs> um, so there's the the secret pipe network underneath um, the the ground that um, is theorized that Blackwater actually has and is lying to most people about. Yeah. Um, so by knowing that, you'd probably know that this is being pumped from like way far away. Okay. Um, she's going to say that to the group. She's going to be like, whoa. I mean, I didn't think it was true, but there's, like, rumors out in the waste that there's, like, pipes and stuff under the sand. It looks like that is right, and this is taking the water from wherever that is, but probably not here. So where does it go to? I don't know. Well, they're kind of using it for the botanical garden and other sources here. Um, This perhaps could imply that Blackwater has a large cache of water that they're diverting to this location or diverted to this location for these experiments specifically. Well, we know they got a ton of water to keep those brassies going, so I guess it's possible. If that case, how do we get it from their hands to our hands? Well, the water that is here, we could potentially take if we had a method of doing so, but it does imply that the larger hall would be somewhere else. 
But another thing to consider, if they are diverting water from a larger source far away, it would imply that there would be a, a long pipeline of sorts. If that pipeline could be uncovered, it could perhaps be tapped into. And we could steal the water without coming close to its source or its destination. But rather somewhere in the middle. And you know, also, if they already have access to the water and they've diverted it here, then it ain't the water they's looking for. That's something else. Perhaps it is the results of something they were working on here? They did invest lots of time and energy constructing this place, diverting gallons and gallons of water here. It must be important. And it stands the reason that they very well could have succeeded in what, either what they were doing or discovered something entirely new. Based on the information that we've found, we know that they've at the very least succeeded in somehow replicating my, uh, my research, um, either directly or indirectly, and created their brass agents. Shelly nods like she knows every word you're saying. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. <laughs> Could perhaps the information that led to the creation of such things have been lost and they're trying to recover it? Or are they after something entirely new? Well, why don't we just go ask them? If you would like to do that, by all means. I'm not really the one for such direct confrontation. My body is frail. That is why I'm trying to build myself a new one. Shelly will look over at Wilder, uh, kind of cock her rifle and go... I got five last time. You got four. Want to see if we can fix that? You know I do. <laughs> All right. Let's go find us some bad guys to shoot. Um, on your way out, Wilder, uh, would you say that you are pretty good at uh, picking out like the good stuff in a in a pile of junk? Um, Wilder certainly thinks that she is. <laughs> <laughs> Um, could you make a waste roll for me? Sure. Sh could I add my junkyard look? Hell yeah. All right, baby doll, please don't step on my dice. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hi, Dora. Hi, Dora. <laughs> she got out of my lap just in time to uh, mess with all my dice. Okay, so I, I rolled it. <laughs> what am I? So wastes and uh, junkyard. Yep. Awesome. Because I'm rolling them doesn't mean they're a fun toy for you. All right, that is uh, one success on wastes. Excellent. Would Would you like to uh, to to do I would, it? To I would what, like what... to do it. <laughs> okay. Um, as you're ma you're making your way out, you pass by one of the desks that is a little bit tidier than the others. Um, and on top of it, you notice that there is a box that is very neatly sort of like tied up with a letter on top. And on the letter, there is a, uh, a print of a uh, captain's helm. Um, she's going to pick up the letter and open it up. Yeah. Um, inside. Uh, well, I guess I guess she can't read. Yeah, she's hoping for some <laughs> pictures. <laughs> Um, there's a handwritten letter, and the one word that you can sort of pick out on it is Admiral. Okay, she's gonna sort of say that out loud, like, Admiral. And that is something that we established that in the world kind of has, like, um, sort of, like, political meaning, right? Right, that is what it, the, uh, head of Blackwater is often referred to as. Um, she's going to sort of wave the thing... And she's like, Tobias, you may want to take a look at this. I found a letter for the Admiral. And she's going to um, sort of like add one to her mental tally that she has gotten one over on Shelly, who still does not know that she <laughs> cannot read. <laughs> um, yeah, Tobias will walk over and uh, take a look. Um, what, what else does it say? Um, the first thing that you clearly notice is that this is official Blackwater, like, watermarked shit. So this is, mm -hmm. like, not, like, totally official. Mm -hmm. um, it's not the current stuff. It is an older version of it. Um, and it is a handwritten letter. 
but before you can really look at it too hard, uh, the blowback of both of these roles happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, the footsteps get louder and louder, the, the metal on metal clangs, uh, the, and the, the pitter-patter of the feet of the soldiers start coming through. You can hear um, the doors slam open as the brass soldiers get closer and closer to you. Um, what do you do? <laughs> uh, I think Tobias is um, going to tuck the letter away um, in in another vacuous space of his mechanical body. <laughs> Almost like attempting to fold it, but I think it could just get some more crumpled and just shoved somewhere. Um, and he's going to uh, uh, take the couple extra seconds that it's going to take to deploy his cutter. Um, since it sounds like enemies are on the way, he's going to deploy it in advance, so it's ready to go. Yeah. Um, and then um, he then he looks to Wilder and Shelley and says, "Defense and combat is your areas of expertise, is it not?" Sure is. And uh, Wilder is going to run up and position herself in um, kind of like a uh, like chokehold sort of position so that as they come through the door, which is what she's assuming they're doing, she can start uh, picking them off. And Sally will like crack her shoulders and sort of like roll her head, take her rifle, you know, set it up and just kind of casually get into a position opposite Wilder to, you know, we've done this before. Um, Tobias is still standing in the middle of the room. Like you guys both take a position on each side of the door and he's like, um, I, uh, should, should I hide? Should I move with, he's standing there with like the cutter out. It's not going yet, but, <laughs> but he, he's very much, what do I do with my hands? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why don't, why don't you go and like keep reading that letter or something? And uh, if anyone gets close to you, uh, stop them. Stop them. <laughs> Noted. Seems simple enough. Tobias, honey, don't you have any weapon systems on that chassis of yours? He holds up the cutter. It starts. We gotta work on that. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna, like, duct tape a gun to him. Is this cutter not enough? <laughs> <laughs> um, and as you set, as you're, you're getting set up and you're, you're having this interaction... Um, you see the brass soldiers come in through the garden, through the window at the lab. Um, they, there's a, a half dozen of them as they enter, trampling over some of the plants, um, as they're sort of, like, not registering that these are, like, sort of these precious things. Um, and, uh, they, they raise their, their weapons towards the back of the lab, uh, ready to, to shoot down on you guys. Uh, as, uh, the metal around you starts reverberating, uh, uh, I wrote this somewhere. <laughs> it seems our outlaws have gotten themselves in a bit of trouble, haven't they? Will they escape harm? Will they be triumphant? Uh, this is Nebo Octavius Winham saying goodnight for now, and good luck to all. Nice. Yay. And that's our session Yay. for now. It was a short one, but you guys did great! No, you. That was a good episode. <laughs> Why do you want to be a hero? Yeah, she's gonna sort of like uh, drop down out of the sky and try to kick him like, you know, square in the chest. Look, I don't know what you're fucking trying to do here, but I don't make deals with enemies who put grenades in a box like they're the $5 movie bin. Release Miss Terry. 
or you all will be the ones that are extinct. I don't know if I can have an honest conversation with Royale as a corgi. You're right, it's fucking not funny. I mean, literally no one would find this funny. Remix, use the dragon filter that would make it funny. It's just like man standing emoji. Just T-posing in the corner. <laughs> Who is your contact? Benchmark. Who? Hey, I just need Buzz Nest for like one minute, and then you guys can go back to whatever you were doing. Check out season two of Cape Chronicles starting Wednesday, October 5th, every first and third Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts. File folders contain important information. Hey, I'm Saker. And I'm Evan. And our podcast is It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. Hey, what's that podcast about, Ev? So, do you know of a band called Bare Naked Ladies? One week. Yeah, yeah, that's one of them. Okay, all right, cool. Yeah, I know yeah, of them. Did you ever want to learn more about them? Or... Absolutely not. <laughs> okay, well, then this is the podcast for you because we teach you nothing with various guests. Yeah, like uh, like Matt Besser. Holy we shit. Climbed in a second story window and partied in this house where we barely didn't know at all the people that was crazy holy fuck mike mitchell why well, I, I don't know how how like how much you guys really do love bare naked ladies justin mcelroy grab your tongue grab your tongue and i want you to say Our born tongue. on a pirate ship Bum on a pilot you were born on a pile of shit and many more so check it out but also if you don't like bare naked ladies we talk about them probably like a third of the time so. uh yes that's every Tuesday, wherever fine podcasts are sold. We can make a board game about it. Back on Toral, I was a nobody. I got teleported out here, and here I'm something. I'm somebody. The Voidfarer begins maneuvering towards this 200-meter-long space whale. The handle one of these, you need grit. Is that something you have? I'm a tiny little guy. Of course I got grit. If you tried anything, it would end very poorly for you. This alithid dreadnought warps away, accelerating to spell jamming speed as quickly as they arrive. Who the fuck? What am I trying to say here, Ravnus? That we're crew. I like that. We're crew. That is a natural one. <sighs> you send yourself sailing out the side of the ship, untethered. Oh. I'm putting a python into the ground. I'm wrapping my rope around it, but I'm jumping into the gravity well. <laughs> a gnome, a halfling, and a half-orc walk into a bar. I forget the middle part, but the punchline is feathers everywhere, and that's not my peanut butter. I cast Tasha's in his lapper. Climb aboard for Tales of the Voidfarer, wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh, my consequences have actions. <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. ProjectDerailed.com